What's up, everybody? It's your girl TK right here with another podcast episode on working the dash. Well, I want to get started by saying Happy New Year. I know it's already February and guess what? Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. But listen, for all of you uh, who I have missed for so long, let me stop and pause and just say that I hope your new year has been filled with all of what a new year could bring. And I am wishing you nothing but the best of peace, hope, love, joy, and prosperity. Listen, today I want to just jump in and talk to everyone. This is for anyone and who is exempt from anyone. That means it is for everybody. I want to talk about checking in on your emotions. And I know that this is an essential practice uh, that can significantly impact our well-being. I am currently working on a study for well-being and Um, the prevention of burnout specifically for African-American female clergy and leaders and uh, people who are so involved in ministry as well as having vocations. So these bivocational ministry leaders, I'm actually doing this um, quality improvement project, um, an implied improvement study, uh, whereby I am checking in on different ministry leaders. But I just felt the, the need to come in today to uh, ask you about the focus of your emotional health. Because so many times at the top of the year, as you all know, gyms become wealthy. They are wealthy with people. They are crowded Because everybody has this idea and this notion that, hey, I'm going to start again. I'm going to start over. This time I'm going to do it. So we focus on our physical health and our physical attributes. We want to lose weight. We want to pick up extra muscle. We want to have a certain waist snatched. We want uh, the physical attributes. So we start to focus on that and we focus on that mental health metric through what? You know, Fitbits and stats and we'll look at our skin. We're more cautious about uh, what we look like, even coming out of the shower. You know, we're really, really paying attention on that. Why? Because that's where our primary focus is. But I want to just check in and pause and assess our emotional state. Let me ask you this question. How is your emotional state? Now you can see why this is for everybody and who is exempt from everybody. Everybody, including your pet. Check in on the emotional state of everybody. It is so necessary that we do this simply because we must stop and understand that emotional health matters. Now, I know we've heard a lot about it, especially on the heels of COVID-19 during the pandemic um, and, and so many things that were going on that affected our emotional health. It started a craze and it's, it's just started this um, this upward conversation, which thankfully we have now cued in on. And I just want to acknowledge that um, today that what we need to do, we got to tap into our feelings. It matters. Um, our emotions, they definitely matter. And let me remind you, it is okay to be impressed with what you say about your emotions. You're not here to impress anybody else about how you feel. This is an intrinsic, honest look inside about who you are and where you are checked in emotionally. Ignoring these emotional signs um, may offer you (laughs) a pseudo set of relief because you know how we as humans 
we can block things out of our minds to make us feel better. We can put our head in the virtual sands of life and act as if it does not exist. However, when we take our head out of that sand and when life starts back lifing, we are back connected to the idea really that our emotions matter. One thing about our emotions, I have heard this and I have lived this, is that we sometimes take on so many tasks that are menial. We take on tasks that actually absolutely have nothing to do with our assignment in that moment. And when we uh, take on these tasks that actually begin to weigh us down, it's this is exactly what that's like. I want to share this analogy. Now, it might not be the best analogy and you can come up with a better one, but this is my analogy about taking on tasks that really affect your emotions. It's definitely like having a nice size book bag that you're getting ready to put on your back and you're getting ready to go out and you're going to hang out and you're going to chill. But before you go, you pack that book bag with bricks. I'm talking about real bricks, like bricks that you build with bricks. You just put as many bricks and then you put that book bag on and you say, I'm getting ready to start out. Guess what? I don't know how far you think you're going to be able to make it, but you won't make it that far. You know why? Because you have packed bricks on your back. And this is the analogy that I um, assimilate to uh, how we pack on tasks. We pack tasks on ourselves. We take on everybody's responsibilities. We make them our concerns. And then we try to figure out how our emotions have been derailed. Listen, you have to acknowledge that feelings can snowball into um, significant mental health challenges. And we don't want that just in the name of saying, hey, I'm trying to be a good help to somebody else. You cannot help anyone. We've all heard this. You cannot help anyone if you cannot help yourself. Okay. So this can also lead to states of anxiety and depression because you have packed your back with bricks. And instead of realizing that you have the same power to unpack that book bag, you know what we try to do? We try to keep the book bag on because the bricks are representative of the tasks that we've taken on, of the people that we've taken on, of, of the issues that we've taken on. And so now we feel what? Obligated to carry the bag full of bricks. You are not obligated to carry the bag full of bricks. In fact, right now, my friends, I want you to unpack your bag of bricks, okay? So that we do not slip into modes of depression. One thing that we can also do is work from a space of curiosity and gratitude. Yes, always be thankful. You don't have to sit and journal your gratitude. It's a great thing to do that. But even if you just wake up in the morning and before you look at an email, before you um, lead out your morning with stress and anxiety and uh, depressed thoughts, just stop and say, look, let me let me go walk outside. I'm just going to take a look outside. Even if you don't get up and walk outside, it's February. And I know in most parts of the world right now, it's freezing cold. So even those of us with uh, fur babies, we're, we, we reconsider life choices, right? <laughs> Why did I get this dog? Why do I have this? Why do I have to go out right now, right? It's cold outside. But just open the blinds, open the curtain, look outside and just just have a sense of serenity, peace, tranquility and be thankful first. 
lead out with gratitude. And another thing we can do, uh, this is a, an inquiry of appreciation. I told you all I'm in, inside of a study. So, you know, a lot of these things that I'm saying right now sound really good, uh, but it, just know it's only because of research. Um, it's called appreciative inquiry and it's leading from a place of gratitude. It's like looking at the bad, but also understanding what good can come out of it. Oh, that's powerful right there. And so this is where we have to do. We have to lead out with gratitude and we have to pause and appreciate what life brings to us as joy. And this right here, it will start to boost your resilience. It starts to, uh, to, to magnify endorphins. It creates a mode of happiness. Again, even if chaos is happening all around you, have you ever been in the midst of chaos and still have been, uh, peaceful? You've had a peaceful remain. You have, you know how to just look at that and say, listen, and today I am getting ready to sit the worry on the bookshelf. I'm not even going to take that down. That's not the book I'm reading out of today. I'm just going to be thankful for what is. I'm going to be thankful right now, even in the midst of chaos. That is how you can live a peaceable life. Okay. Um, another thing we can do, tune into your body, tune into your body. Listen, my husband, he sometimes gives me these signs when he feels like I need to drink more water. He will just sit a bottle of water, literally like right in the middle of my computer and have a note on it. Like drink me <laughs> because he feels like that's what I need. But guess what? There's something that I also share with him. You don't have to tell me when to drink water because my body is going to tell me that I'm lacking it. I know how I feel when I have downed uh, Dr. Pepper's and I have eaten enough cake and I have uh, eaten enough cookies. I know how my body starts to feel. I know when it's overwhelmed with uh, steak and I need salad and I need green and I need a smoothie and I need water. My body, I'm tapped in enough to know what my body feels like. Now, whether or not you would assist in that, thank you for the bottle of water sitting in the middle of my um, uh, my computer here, or, you know, he will throw it in my purse, you know, just literally, he just will randomly have it sitting in my car seat and all of those different things. He's, he's, real, um, he's real witty like that. Um, thank you for that. But let me tell you, I'm tapped in enough to know when something is not right. And that's what we have to do. We got to tap in. You got to start with a, with a, just, just a body scan of yourself. Recognize patterns. Pay attention to your body and how you respond to emotions. There are times that if something is going on in my life, I start responding to people based on what I, TK, what I am going through. And when I start to listen to how I'm responding and when conversations start to go awry, I have to snatch myself back and I have to deal with what, what's really going on because really it's not the conversations. It's not the people it's TK. So you have to listen even to how you're responding, how you are actually interacting with people. When you, you know, if you're really, really outgoing and you like to be outside now, I love to be inside. I'm, I don't have to be out. I don't have to be around people. But if you are that person and you start to retreat, you might want to check that. You might want to figure out what's going on. But even those of us who are slightly introverted and don't like uh, all of that, you know, uh, commotion of the outside, 
Um, there are times where even in your quiet time, it's different. You feel different. And instead of it being quiet time, it feels more depressed. It feels more suppressed. It feels more oppressed. You got to check that and you have to know what that is. Also do a mind check, direct your attention to your mind, drill down feelings of if you're starting to compare yourself to others, you're starting to say you are not good enough. You don't measure up. You know, you, you start to devalue who you are and you don't give yourself the credit that you deserve. And, oh, they do this so much better than I do. That's a mindset that now needs to be shifted because out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So anything that has been seated in your heart and in your mind, it's the battlefield of the mind, you all. It's the battlefield of the mind, the battlefield of the mind, meaning what? There is something that's touring, towing all the time on the battlefield of the mind. There's tug of war going all the time on the battlefield of the mind. So whatever is seated will start to come out of your mouth and out of the heart, the mouth speaks out of the abundance of your heart. Whatever is in your mind, whatever is seated in your heart, it starts to come out of your mouth. And so it's like venom that you spill on yourself. You take in poison, you spit out poison. You don't want to do that. So what do you have to do? You've got to be in check with your emotions. Well, my friends, I've been on here long enough, but last thing here, just, just give yourself time. Give yourself grace. Start out a little slow. Yes, I said that. Start out slow. If it feels like you're taking on something that you are supposed to be taking on and it feels overwhelming, the only way you can eat an elephant is one bite at a time, <laughs> right? The only, Listen, you got to think of it as nuggets, you, you just little nuggets. You, you don't, when you go, you don't order a whole chicken, you order a box of chicken nuggets, okay? Chicken nuggets. That's how life is. You got to take life like chicken nuggets. Just, just treat it like a chicken nugget. Treat life like a chicken nugget. And you just take one small bite at a time. Just take it slow. Sometimes you have to restart. That's okay. Start over so that you can slow down and understand what it is you need to do. Gradually build yourself into these habits of checking in with yourself. Understand patterns. Check in with your mental state. Scan your own body. Appreciate what is good and acknowledge your feelings. I have enjoyed myself being on here with you. I hope this has helped you in some type of way. I love adding value to you and so many others. Thank you so much for taking out the time to listen to this episode of Working the Dash with TK. Do me a favor, share this podcast with your friends, your families, and your neighbors. And until next time, take care of yourself and take care of one another.